This right here, y'all, is very much a bit of a Homer episode for us today. So we all grew up together and are all suffering from the same affliction right now. Our hometown being really, really bad at all things sports. So um, welcome to episode nine of the Gym Class Hero podcast entitled Queen City Dumpster Fire. A Gym Class Hero. The guy or group of guys in high school or junior high that always kicked everyone's asses in games and basically made you feel even more shitty about your own suckiness. Welcome to the Gym Class Hero Podcast, where participation trophies go to die. Yeah, if it wasn't bad enough, all sports have basically disappeared globally for... Who knows how long? Foreseeable future, definitely. What we're seeing from our hometown teams in Charlotte, North Carolina, and that's where we're all residing from, in my opinion, would make you sick without contracting coronavirus. (laughs) So I'm Thomas Michael, your host, creator, and conductor of this trash train. We've got Perez and Burns along for the ride, as always, as we try and put out the Queen City dumpster fire on episode nine of the Gym Class Hero podcast. Uh, Before we get started, a couple of quick hits. Um, Gentlemen, we're trying to stay positive around here as much as possible. Tough times for everyone. So why don't you tell the folks out there, what's the one thing you've enjoyed most about your unscheduled COVID-19 time off? I have uh, really just kind of dug in on my routine. I learned new things, um, eat all the food, of course, um, and... Kept on some banging Netflix series like Ozark. I've refused to watch Tiger King. Though. Haven't done it yet. I did see you post that on social media that you were abstaining from Tiger King, but you also pointed out that the memes were priceless and kind of just kind of just draws you in. So, um, I highly recommend it. I'm sure Burns has seen it. I have seen it. I don't no spoiler alerts, but uh, I mean the memes kind of tell the story. <laughs> they really have Tiger King. I actually uh, have a cousin that's on Facebook that had uh, went and visited his park before he got famous and all this. So that's kind of funny. Really? In Oklahoma? Yeah. Like they live out in Dallas and um, they had gotten like free passes to go and went and visited him a few years back. Spending some quality time with Joe Exotic. Nice. Yeah. And apparently, um, you know, that was my my cousin, um, Joe Exotic, ended up causing their divorce it's awkward <laughs> what is that gonna be on the uh the, the next season yeah right <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm totally joking you know people are like can this go more seasons no it's it's a wrap unless they find carol baskin's husband somewhere <laughs> and then then it's then you can make another season you know burns what about you uh what have you enjoyed about your unscheduled time off you know, it's uh, it's good to be in the kitchen a little bit, you know, actually cooking up meals instead of ordering them uh, to go from a restaurant or bar. You know, uh, I, I, I generally eat out all the time. Yeah, Burns lives that uh, restaurant life, so definitely understandable. Uh, a lot of restaurant eating, a lot of to-go food. So what is the best thing you've cooked so far? You know, I cooked up a nice big old ribeye, um, which I know that's just like grilling out, but uh, I, I pulled over my cold grill to my girlfriend's place, 
she lives in an apartment, so I'm not using the apartment grill during this time. Yeah, don't do that. That's so, a yeah. good call. You might as well season my... that steak and run a... It's the most responsible thing Burns has done since quarantine started. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, that was the, the largest task I've completed in uh, two to two and a half weeks. You know, I will say, Piro's pointed out before we got started, we were talking, and uh, Burns picked himself up uh, a lady. <laughs> uh, Burns has a girlfriend now, which is something he hadn't had for like a, you know, pretty, you know, long time. It's been a couple of years. Yeah, well, you know, it was a while. And it happened like he made it officially official, like a couple weeks before the world shut down. So uh, we were congratulating him on his excellent timing. <laughs> it's pretty good, Burns. Yeah, it's, it's the new shack up for the winter. Yeah, seriously. Shack up for the COVID. That's right. Who knows how long that's going to last. Um, any in-home activities y'all may be able to be able to suggest to listeners out there while this uh, stay-at-home order is kind of basically countrywide at this point? Like, for instance, um, my wife, and, you know, she's – the in-home activity person. She's actually crocheting a hammock right now. Not saying that anybody can uh, pick up the crochet needles and knock that out. But she started and she has like this crazy vegetable garden. Started that just on her balcony. Any uh, anything? I know Pirates. You've been doing a lot of reading, right? Well, I had actually um, I had actually already started before this, but something I'd recommend is I downloaded the app Babel and I'm learning Spanish. So it's a really good time to up a second language or you know i've been taking piano lessons too so if you want to you know try to culture yourself a little bit and learn a new language or instrument now is a really good time to do that did you just say you're learning piano and you just threw that in there so casually yeah dude uh my son and i started taking lessons he uh he likes the guitar so we i found a husband and wife that the husband teach guitar and i always wanted to learn piano and so we started taking lessons a while ago but now i'm just kind of teaching myself you know what else my incredible wife does? Plays the piano. Nice. We can rock and do it. She she I, does I it all, man. Playing the piano. I'm a saxophonist by nature, but um, yeah, learning that piano. I already, I already had to read music a little bit, but it's been pretty cool. Okay, so here's my small confession. You you know that day in elementary school where they make you? I don't know if I, see. I was in the north when this happened in New York, but fifth grade they made you choose your instrument. I actually was sick the day that they had that whole presentation, right? So you're sh- a friend, you're an intern player. No, um, I, I don't <laughs> know if it's worse than that or better. I, <laughs> um, oh man, let's hear it. <laughs> I was the one dude in the clarinet class. <laughs> so, oh, so, dude, that's not so bad. Yeah, but dude, you got to think about it. We're of the age where like Homer Simpson was playing drums and stuff. Like everybody wanted to play the or the sax. And, you know, so it was either the cool instruments were the sax. So good job, Perez. You got on that train. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it because of Bill Clinton, actually. <laughs> okay, that's he, weird. He played, the, he played his saxophone on uh, Arsenio Hall. Yeah, he sure did. I but like, I was like, dang, that's pretty sweet. That's your guy? Clinton's your guy? <laughs> I mean, if we're going to be serious about it, Kenny G, man, let's love him. Okay, yeah. No, Kenny G is a legend always. <laughs> so, always, yeah. <laughs> no hatred there, brother. No hatred oh. there. He'll be in well, elevators for centuries, sir. <laughs> centuries. The flowing locks, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, clarinet, man. I showed up the next day and they're like, everybody pick their instruments. This is the class these are the instruments that a whole lot of people didn't request. 
here's your choice. It was a flute or a clarinet. So, um, you know, I picked the bigger one. Dang, I wish you would have said flute. That would have been sweet. No, my mom played the flute, though. Jazz flute? That would be cool. But no, it was it was a regular old flute. Might as well have been a Dude, recorder, bro. Nobody would have thought the jazz flute was cool until Ron Burgundy came along. <laughs> well, she's serious now. The whale's vagina. You know, I, my indoor activities, I feel like I'm in college again. Playing, <laughs> Meaning what? Playing shooter games on Xbox and online poker. Okay. Well, no, you, that's legit. Hey, listen, online poker, it's a good way to interact with people. You got like a little chat thing. You can talk your ish to people and stuff like that, right? Yeah, there's a, there's an app on uh, on the phone. Uh, what is it, House Party? So you, you kind of like have your video chat. And I think it's very similar to what Zoom is on the Apple products now. Okay, so you're playing the poker game on the computer and then you're doing the um, House Party on your phone? Yeah, that's if you want to chat with the guys. No, that's cool. Up- that's cool. Yeah. That's a healthy, safe way to go about things. Good job, Burns. Following the rules. Following the rules. I know you're a little rule breaker over there. <laughs> do your part, bro. <laughs> do your part, man. Yeah, uh, listen, it, whatever you can do, um, if you have some suggestions, holler at us at, at Gym Class Hero Podcast because, uh, man, we're uh, three weeks into this thing. And, uh, you know, probably not going away anytime soon. I got at least eight more weeks. <laughs> yeah, y'all, uh, y'all be safe. Stay healthy. Man, there's going to be some babies made. A lot of babies, a lot of divorces. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's the way it's going down. So the elephant, if you didn't notice, has officially been removed from the room. Yes, I'm sure you heard Cam Newton, no longer a Carolina Panther. And obviously, all three of us right here, Jim Class Heroes, we are diehard Panthers fans. And you know, in fact, he's technically not a quarterback in the NFL right now. So while you won't see him in a Panthers jersey anymore, you probably have seen him all over the gram recently, Perez. I know you're a little disconnected from Instagram, but I know Burns, you've seen it. Uh, look, Cam looks really good. Healthy. Strong like bull, you know? <laughs> and uh, clearly out to prove his point in this Instagram all-star gym class hero moment. So my first question to you guys, Burns, you have seen the video, the videos he's been putting up on Instagram, right? Okay, I know Perez I, is I've a seen, little. I've seen away. him as well. Okay, no, I've seen him. Yeah, I mean, he looks okay. <laughs> he looks uh, he looks pretty healthy. He's running, he's jumping, he's bouncing, he's throwing, he's doing things that I couldn't do. So uh, you know, I'm just saying he looks pretty good, strong, strongly bull. My first question to you guys before we really dive deep into this: Will Cam Newton be a starter on any NFL team week one? Absolutely, I, I think no. Oh, you said week one. Sorry. Yeah, week one confident in saying absolutely to that but I think he'll be a starter this year just because you have teams like the Redskins <laughs> that that will need a quarterback okay no waffling so the answer from both of you is a definitive no not a starter week one correct and I and I it's, it's interesting you bring up the Redskins because you know Ron Rivera the coach of the Panthers is now a, the coach of the Redskins which is you know I mean they're directly related to why both of them you know, basically lost their jobs last year. So the Redskins go out and get Kyle Allen and just leave Cam Newton on the wayside. Perez, you're saying Kyle Allen, he throws a pretty ball, but listen, I mean, like, it's Kyle Allen. Yeah, I get it. But here's the thing, man. If Cam doing these videos, it's not impressing me at all. Everybody's going to look great 
when, you know, you're not getting rushed by Vaughn Millers and, you know, NFL defensive ends. I mean, he's not wearing pads. And, you know, there's no pressure. Like, of course, he's going to throw off his front foot when he's making videos for Instagram. And he probably had to shoot that like 10 different times before he got the right angle on it. (laughs) Well, I'm just saying, the dude is historically known for making terrible throws off his back foot. And once again, I'm going to stick to my guns on, you know, the cam thing with it doesn't matter how great he looks in these Instagram videos. He can't, if he's not healthy, he's at risk for re-injuring himself and he cannot run the football effectively. Okay, Pires. No one's going to be afraid of his arm. They never have been. He's okay. still going to sell balls. It's just a fact. That does not take away from the fact that the injuries that he suffered, he looks recovered from. And I don't see anybody. Listen, that, hold on. I don't Thomas, see anybody no else you going. You can tell that he's recovered from it. There's no way you can tell. He's not running into 6'4", 240-pound linebackers. Like, you can't tell. You're, you're, we're talking about a Liz Frank injury. If he can run, plant, and do things off of his foot, it's healed. Okay? He's he's sprinting stadium stairs on, his, on the balls of his feet. That's all Liz Frank movement. So, yeah, he's definitely recovered. That's not the that, – so you're missing the point of what I'm saying. No one's going harder than Cam Newton. Maybe besides, like – the the rock or something on Instagram because this dude he looks good he looks good okay but before we get before we get any further into this let me go a little deeper okay y'all I'll let you weigh in all right do you think that David Brassballs Tepper knows what he's doing I'm gonna let Burns answer this first before I get to Perez because I kind of already know what Perez thinks Burns um no I don't think he knows exactly what he's doing because you can't you can't foresee the future of what's going to happen a year or two down the road in the game of football. He's putting people in the place to hopefully succeed, and that's his job. I think he's doing a little bit too much of the general managing. He also has Marty Herney still has right. a job. So, that's kind of the you know. point. I would I would be hovering over that dude, too. Well, you know, he, he apparently has another GM position. Like He created the assistant GM position for Marty Herney. Uh, there's another guy, I don't think we have his name, who is apparently doing that job alongside Marty, Marty Herney. You know, if I may jump in to the topic of the, the Cam Newton videos, the, the Instagram videos, I have a big pet peeve when it comes to those, these workout videos where there's, you know, like these like Carmelo Anthony's in the gym shooting jump shots and he's hitting 10 in a row. Well, you know, they don't show the, the 10 shots that he missed or you know, he has, zero, he has zero defenders on him. You know, he he's probably been shooting for an hour, so he's finally caught, you know, caught a little fire going. Um, you know, and it's the same with Cam Newton. Cam Newton, immediately when he got cut, he's in the gym doing lifting weights, acting a, he's acting kind of like a clown. You know, he's all bitter about it. He's like, you know, he's out working out, sweating hard with his friends in the gym. And to me, that, that's uh, immature. Uh, another general manager or, or owner of a, organization doesn't want to see that from his future franchise quarterback they want to they want him to be humble just make a a quick comment on social media saying hey thank you panthers for the time you know i wish i wish it wasn't like this but i understand the business i'm ready to move forward instead of oh you guys gave up on me well you know yeah we gave up on you because you we had two losing seasons because you're injured and you haven't really been a model citizen the past year, so I don't. I don't really get it. Model citizen. 
I kind of want to kiss your face right now, Burns. I'm no, I'm kinda wanna, I kind of want to. I kind of want to dot you in the mouth right now. <laughs> so I think you just spoke real truth. No, bro. no. Okay, again. Thomas, let me ask you. A no, question. no, 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 no. Hey, I, I'm running the show here. Listen. So back to Burns's first point. Carmelo Anthony shooting jump shots in the gym. You can tell that Cam Newton is working his arse off. What from from one video? He puts them out like every day, and all he's doing is just dripping sweat that you haven't seen in 15 years, Burns. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, he's obviously I, I working hard. Ways, okay, <laughs> <laughs> he's obviously working hard is the point, and clearly by the movements and motions that he's making, it looks as if. He's healed. That would be my only point. He is being an Instagram all-star. That's kind of the name of the moment. So I agree with you that he's a bit of a baby about it. I, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not disagreeing with you. But what I will say is that the way it was handled was kind of not great. I, I feel like for the best quarterback a franchise has ever had, like I, I get Perez is all business and that's what his next answer is going to be. But like, you do understand loyalty, even if it is sports, and it's not like I, anybody thinks that they ne- necessarily should have signed him again or kept him on the team. Maybe, but I think what most people are upset about is the way it was handled. So a couple of things. I kind of liken the way that Cam has been all over Instagram to a girl that has just gotten dumped by her boyfriend. I get that really it's not a great look. So I'm going to start. I'm going to start going to the gym a little bit. Start. Posting some booty pics, trying to make him jealous. Yeah, some some gym selfie mirror selfies. Yeah, yeah, something to that extent. Burns, I will flex all over you, bro. <laughs> I will put my beer belly up in the mix right now. But no, I mean, listen, I get, I you know, I, I get. It. I think, I mean, listen, I know that a lot of people do not like the way that Pepper and the new coach handled. The cam thing to me, it was absolutely genius what they did. It was almost like, <laughs> like I'm trying to think of a good analogy, but let's say you made like some horrible mistake, and then here comes this tornado out of nowhere, and you're like, you could just throw the mistake in the tornado and just be done with it. They were like, okay, we got this cam thing. How are we going to handle this thing? And then all of a sudden, COVID nineteen pops up, and they're like, no fucking way, this happened. All right, let's get rid of him right now. Oh well, the entire world is like focused on COVID nineteen. Let's just say, hey Cam, see you later. <laughs> and how bad? I mean, it they totally got swept under the rug, pretty much. I mean, I don't know, got, man. Like, if you're, if you got you're... a hot ten minutes of like airtime, but for the most part, for us, dude, it was not headline news for that long. COVID nineteen so to the rescue. <laughs> hey. To the rescue. Hey, at least we didn't. We we're not the Houston Texans getting rid of DeAndre Hopkins for. Oh, one first rounder, oh, David Johnson. Yeah, that that, that's, that doesn't make any sense. We all knew I'm, Cam was leaving, but now I do think Tepper knows what he's doing, and none of us are going to be able to know if he really does until you know he's deep in it. You know his his plan formulates, and then we're all looking back like, all right, I see what you're doing now. So like, do you, none of us are going to know. So do you guys think that we're a better team with Teddy Bridgewater versus Cam Newton? You can't say that yet. I mean, I, I said that before. You cannot, you cannot predict a year or two down the line in the NFL when you only have a small sample size from Teddy. But he is his, his win percentage is a lot better. He's um, here because he has relationships with the offensive coordinator. I know why he's here. 
That's not my point. Do you think we're going to be better with Teddy Bridgewater than we would have been with Cam, oh, a healthy Cam Newton? It's too much of a team sport. I think we're going to be better with David Tepper than we were with Richardson. Did you just pull team sport on me? Quarterback is the most important position in sports. So I'm not, I, I'm not are gonna, you really calling? Are you? Is that what we're saying? Because and it's the most reliable, relied on position with every other position on the team. I mean, everything has to line together. You have good quarterbacks out there that don't perform great because their O line sucks, their wide receivers suck, they don't get enough time on the field. You know, there's a lot of things that go into it. Two of those first three things that you just said there, Burns. You don't think that Cam Newton suffered from those situations over the past bunch of years? But there's there's also good quarterbacks that can overcome it and still take their team to victory, and that's what I think we 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 need that, and we need to get over the hump to win a Super Bowl and not just get to the Super Bowl. Listen, when our organization decided to get rid of those tall receivers like Devin Funchess and Kevin Benjamin and go small ball and get go fast and small, Ron Rivera pretty much wrote Cam's death certificate for Panthers when he did that. And this is not on rule. I mean, the, the, the staff that we have on the field right now does not suit Cam's ability. Like Cam cannot throw accurately for these small, fast receivers. And Cam and Christian McCaffrey coming out of the backfield, he's not a good dink and dunk passer. He's not accurate. The way that we were built before was actually the way that he needed the team. And those receivers just didn't develop well. But when we decided to go the route of Curtis Samuel and DJ Moore and Christian McCaffrey, when they did that, it pretty much the writing was on the wall. I mean, this is we need an accurate passer. This is what Teddy Bridgewater does. So with this staff, yeah, I think Bridgewater has a much better chance of being successful. Steve Smith was short. Yeah, and Cam hardly threw to him. Moving on to the next thing, you brought up Christian McCaffrey. Okay. Do you think now that we've done this and the offseason has looked like this and Teddy Bridgewater woo, is our quarterback uh, and our best offseason move so far seems to be Robbie Anderson on a two-year deal. That's a good deal. Uh, uh, it's a great deal. I think Robbie Anderson's going to be awesome. I think it's the best thing we've done this offseason. Uh, I don't think Teddy Bridgewater can get the ball to him downfield, but I guess we'll see. Christian McCaffrey. Do you think that he will avoid being part of this rebuild and go to a different team once a uh, contract expires after this season? Nope. No, you think he stays? You think Christian McCaffrey is the franchise for the next five years? I don't think. I don't think the Panthers let him leave. No, I think they're gonna. You know, I, I, I think I, I, think, I they'll think they'll make him an offer he can't refuse. He's 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 a superstar. I mean, he he's the kind of so was Cam um, Newton. He's a, he, he's the kind of role model that you want, Cam. Could have been until he started until he started dressing like Aunt Jemima and going all weird and you know having babies with strippers and stuff. So if you're asking me, a guy like David Tepper and what he's about, what kind of superstar he wants to put on everything, it's Christian McCaffrey. Okay, um, Burns, what do you think? Is he staying going? What? You know, I, I think this is uh, you know an interesting topic because if Marty Herney is the general manager, then. I don't believe we give him big money at all because Marty Herney was, he was basically the poster boy of not signing running backs to big money ever again, especially a tandem, like, like remember smash and dash or, or, uh, you know, Jonathan Stewart and D'Angelo Williams, Marty Herney got fired because he signed both of them to, to decent money. And then no other GM ever did it after that. I don't know, dude. Uh, Jonathan Stewart, D'Angelo Williams, 
they both got content. some pretty decent money. Sorry. Go no, ahead. you're Perez. You're fine, dude. Life, homie. Sorry. You're, no, go ahead. you're a parent. But, but, but my, my, my thing is, uh, um, I don't believe Marty Herney is going to be the, the general in, with the organization uh, by the time that contract comes up, um, unless uh, Christian McCaffrey holds out this summer, which I think would be smart for him uh, to not show up. I, I think he's due up money. He's good enough. I think now is the time. After the CBA just got signed, I think now is the time to get his contract in as as opposed to wait. Well, they definitely um, cleared up a bunch of cash for him, and I don't know what else they would be signing no no names for. So, I mean, you can't even well, recognize any of our free agents other than Robbie Anderson and Teddy Bridgewater. So, I think the way that we're the, the way that we're set up is it's beneficial for McCaffrey because we do have the the cap space, we have the money to to pay him, and if we're going to rebuild through the draft, which is what it looks like we're going to do, we're kind of going to be like Seattle when they had, you know, hopefully we draft well and we get some, you know, some hard hitters that come in and we have these guys on rookie contracts for the next three or four years and we're able to keep McCaffrey around, I'm hoping. Okay, well, let me ask you all this. How many years until the Panthers sniff the playoffs again? Three, two. Okay, three, two. Quick at it. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Two years, huh? Two years. Yeah, I think Brady's out in two years. That'll, and I think Breeze will be gone in two years. So that'll. I mean, uh, uh, actually, I read an article today that saying Breeze is mostly is about ninety percent done after this year. So basically, so what y'all great. just what y'all just alluded to is the next time Panthers are going to be good is only because the other teams are going to be bad. That's just gravity. <laughs> That's pretty sad. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. That's a sad state of affairs, you two, y'all. You got you got two Hall of Fame quarterbacks in our division. Uh, actually, probably three. <laughs> would that have made a difference? Seriously, would that have made a difference? Whether Tom Brady was on the Bucks or not, if we just had Breeze and Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, listen, I like Matt Ryan. I think he's a solid quarterback, but he doesn't do squat unless he plays the Panthers. So, ultimately, are you really going to base the Panthers' future success? just off of other teams being bad like that's sad i i i am so happy that tepper blew the entire damn thing up because i've preached this to a couple of friends you know going through hard times before that if you want real change in your life then your life is going to start falling apart and that's not a bad thing you know people that really want real change and they start going through tough times and they're like oh my my life is completely falling apart well it has to it has to make way for the new one we weren't going to do anything keeping these old guys around just because we like them. Like, blow it up. Get them out of here. If we're going to do a rebuild, let's start this thing anew, like, for real, and let's get going. You know, this I'm almost this... kind of glad Luke already left because, you know, he was just going to be I can't on even, a bad I can... team for a couple of years, and I felt bad for him because he wasn't healthy. Like, for as a person, not because I don't like Luke as a player. He's my maybe my favorite Panther ever, but, like, it wasn't going to be good for him personally just to be on this team for the next couple of years, just not. And so he picked a good time. I think he saw the writing on the wall. All these old guys saw the writing on the wall. Tepper, come in, do your thing. You know, let's fix this, blow the whole damn thing up, and let's go. Like, I'm excited about it. Perez, this sounds oddly familiar. Um, isn't this basically the what you told the Hornets to do too, right? So ultimately what you're telling me is you just have you, – you live by the shield. That's what you're telling me. Even though you root for players in the NBA, but when it comes to 
your hometown NBA team, you root for the Shield instead of players. My Hornets fandom is deep-rooted, and it's something that I don't think you can understand because I was a diehard Charlotte Hornet fan when they were here the first time. And I got real bad wounded because Shin and Rulridge took our team and pieced out to New Orleans. And since they have come back as the Bobcats and now the Hornets, they haven't given me a reason to come back and be their fan yet, even though I, I do root for them. You know, I, I take my son to games, but they need to put a better product on the floor. And once again, we weren't getting anywhere by having a phenomenal player like Kimba Walker and making all these bad contracts. So I'm glad Kimba got out for his sake because he's a good person. And you know what? I like the way that they're headed now. They're young. We have a pretty decent young squad. Let's see what they can do. But they blew it up. I mean, they got to get this bad, these bad contracts off the books. I don't, I don't agree with just trying to stick around and fight for you know the eighth seed every year. Like if it's not working, blow it up, start over again. Stop wasting my time. And this is why Perez is a Lakers fan because he's a front runner. <laughs> I grew up a Lakers fan because my dad. But okay, you know, listen, different. I get it. Uh, I wish I would have grew up with another team other than the Hornets. I mean, right? <laughs> Jesus. I know it's tough, man. It is tough. Like a Redskins tough sledding out there. I just thought I just wanted to prove. I just wanted to point out real quick to the audience that Perez is a Shield guy. So uh, just just remember that in future conversations. I don't even know what that means. You root for the organization, and you don't like emotionally attach yourself to any players. I've seen you ask to blow up teams for That's years on he end, loves LeBron. What's no, Tomba, listen, I'm, I'm an organization fan. I'm, I'm, I root for the organization because my fandom runs so deep, and I get so emotionally involved with these teams that if they're not it's, – it's almost like a girlfriend. Like, if you're not treating me right, it's better just to rip the Band-Aid off and go find somebody else because this ain't working. I'm not going to come home and argue with you every night. <laughs> I'm and, ripping you know, it off. And, you know, lose by 15 to 20 every night, you know. <laughs> come home get accused of being with another girl when I was at the gym. Like, it just ain't working for me. Like, you know, let's just move on. You smell like sweat. Was that sex sweat? <laughs> <laughs> right? Let, let, let me smell your dick. <laughs> I I am emotionally attached. Okay, to whatever. Things. You're whatever. Yeah, you're a, you're a mean person, Perez. <laughs> Cam Hater, Kemba Walker. You got rid of him. Told him to take a hike. No, I I get I it, man. Kemba. You don't like you don't like quality play of sports in our city. I get it. You like young guys, cheap money. You're a money. You you like you like the cheap guys. I no, get it. I like I like winning. And if Kemba Walker. I love Kimba Walker. He's a great person. He did great for our city. He he did nothing but represent the city of Charlotte well, my city that I'm born and raised from. He did nothing but represent this city phenomenally, and I will always appreciate him for that. But I like winning, and and because we're doing that, that he was now, leading just wasn't doing it. Okay, we're not no. doing it now either. By the way, <laughs> it's going to take longer than a year. Trust <laughs> me. We still got. Do we? Are we still paying? Uh, <laughs> Mason, what's his name? <laughs> Mason Plumley. Mason Plumley, are we still paying him? I don't, probably. <laughs> I we're probably we're still, paying, still paying Adam Morrison. <laughs> we got Nicholas Batum, like, he's yeah. like non-existent. Bro, I mean, he's going to collect $32 million on the bench next year. And it pisses me off so hard. And he, he apologized publicly. He's like, I'm sorry, but like, what do you expect? Like, I'm sorry. I saw that. I'm bad. He called, him, he called himself a glorified cheerleader. Yeah. <laughs> Highest like paid fan- player. Oh, man. Uh, all right. 
So all this getting back roundabout to um, <laughs> what it really comes down to is Charlotte, North Carolina, the Queen City dumpster fire cannot seem to hang on to their most prolific athletes in their history. Uh, happened first time with the Hornets came around, happened with the Panthers, happened with the Hornets recently. So, you know, it's, I it's, feel like, it's I, all I feel bad. Like we're living, I feel like we're living Thomas's fantasy football team right now. Okay. Gym class hero, <laughs> Cam Newton, the Instagram gym class hero moment. Sorry, I just had to throw it in there. No, 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 no. I appreciate you. Don't worry, I'll leave it, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> so, in a major U.S. city, yes, Charlotte, top 12, I believe, uh, in terms of, like, population size, all that. Um, how is it that every time we've ever done something great in the sports world, it's been fleeting instead of consistent? One good year here, five bad ones follow. Is it crazy to say, heroes... Of all the sports to make fans in Charlotte get excited, it's MLS soccer that's about to take the pole position. So let me ask you real quick, how excited are you to have MLS soccer? You personally come to Charlotte. I'm super excited. Burns, I know you are pretty amped about it. I've been screaming for it, and I'm so glad that Pepper used his brass balls to move (laughs) mountains. I mean, they were talking about a 10-year plan until Tepper got a meeting with the MLS commissioner, and then all of a sudden we're the front runner for every other city to get an expansion team. And then guess what? It happened. We now have the uh, a mold of what a team is going to be. We don't know their name. I think the colors are going to be black and white, but we don't know that. That's about all we know, but I'm super excited. It's going to be at Bank of America Stadium, so that uses the stadium up. What more do you – I mean, it's – I thought a lot of people wanted baseball, and I'm just like, I don't get it. No, nope, don't want that. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm super stoked. There's going to be a lot of single soccer moms there, and so I'm going to be like, what's up? Single soccer moms for P. Reezy over here. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? Um, my thing is, we were just talking junk about Tepper. I do applaud him for bringing MLS to Charlotte because I do think it is going to be pretty exciting. Dude's got a lot of cash, and that's how he moved that thing up the ladder there, Bernsey. Uh, you know, he's slipping bills and pockets, you know, on the side. You know, little little cash in the pocket. Props to him for doing it. I think it's going to be exciting. I will get me some uh, Charlotte MLS soccer gear. Uh, I'll get me one of those fancy scarves, maybe two of them, because, like, isn't that the thing? Like, you don't wear just one. You wear, like, multiple, like, garments <laughs> when you watch minimum soccer. Of, minimum of five. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I think it's going to be pretty exciting. Let me ask you all this. Uh, scale of 1 to 10, <laughs> were you ever good at soccer as a kid? Grade yourself. Burns first. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I, I was, 1 I to was 10. basketball, baseball. Uh, uh, I was a, a 2. A 2? You did play yeah. youth soccer, though, right? I, I never played a an organized game. I played backyard soccer, and I was not bad, but... I didn't have the fundamentals really. I just kind of went out there and winged it. <laughs> okay. I got a. What about you? I'm giving Beerus? myself a ten on this one, dude. You were a ten spot. Yeah, I was. Uh, I never played organized soccer until I was twelve. But luckily, I grew up in a community that we had like twenty kids, so I was always getting to play with uh, like JV and varsity from uh, like the big kids. So I, when I, my first season playing for 
Indian Trail, I set the single season county record for goals. Um, thirteen games, I had fifty four goals. Oh, P. Reezy. What? What age was this? Seven. Twelve. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> the, 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 the balls are still dribbling onto the ground, going into How, the goal. That was my Al Bundy moment. The, the goalie was picking dandelions, looking up at the, the sky. <laughs> Actually. I'll, a lot of the guys I was playing with then were actually we we played together in our high school team, so it was pretty fun. Uh, you know, <laughs> I had an Al Bundy moment too. Um, my junior year, <laughs> I set the uh, <laughs> single season record for most goals scored for uh, South Mech. and uh, <laughs> like I kid you not, ten years later, Richie, my <laughs> one of my younger brothers, who's like a good bit younger than me, calls me up and he goes. Hey, um, we just played South Mech, and uh, this kid broke your single season record. They announced it to the stadium. Dang. <laughs> I'm like, wait, they publicly outed me? <laughs> like, what the... That's brutal. Yeah, man, it's, it's terrible. They, they, didn't, they didn't name you, though. They did name me. <laughs> they, oh, wow. They, they said they actually named me. I was like, wait, they called me by name? And he was like, yeah. 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 Is it considered a sport now at South Mech, or is it still a club? <laughs> it's definitely a sport. <laughs> oh, wow. Because it was a club back then. I'm it was sure. a club. And you know who got it sanctioned? Yours truly. <laughs> I mean, oh, wow. you're, you're enshrined in the history of South Mech. Yeah, man. Well, you're, you're, you're a trailblazer, bro. It was me and one other kid. But, yeah, I mean, we, yeah, we got the AD to make it officially a school sport and all that shit, man. My senior year, I didn't. I only played four games because I ripped up my ACL. That was the end of my lacrosse career. But you know, whatever. That sounds exactly like Al Bundy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is pretty much. <laughs> um, so could have won the championship. What? Could, could you have thrown the football over then their mountain? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, did you see that uh, Sports Center clip where the kid is on one side of the house? And he throws the ball up over the house and he runs around it and catches it on the other side. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Rico. Yeah. All done that. <laughs> um, Dang, man. Could have went, went to state. <laughs> since you guys are so excited here about uh, MLS coming to Charlotte, and I am too, um, but, you know, I, <laughs> it's soccer. So um, <laughs> can you name five MLS players that are currently playing? Either one of you. I'll let you combine your answers. How about that? All right, Burns. I'll let you take the lead on this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Five. Three. Let's make it three. Uh, damn. Yep. Didn't think I know, so. I know, I know it's Latan. He left. Yep. He's not a player there anymore. You can't say no, David Beckham gone. either. That's He's not there anymore either. <laughs> Dang. What else you got? Um, All right, good talk. Didn't think so. <laughs> All right. Hey, hey, we have we haven't even had a, a we don't even have a team yet. Come on. All right. Uh, yeah, we're gonna give, call, us some, give us some credit. We're gonna call this uh, soccer the savior, gym class hero moment. No, let, I, let's, let's, let's be let's be uh, realistic here. We're getting an uh, an expansion team. Yeah, <laughs> we 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 are not going to be Atlanta. Atlanta is going to be our daddy for the next ten years, bro. They went um, to the championship their first year. Why is that out of the realm of possibility? That's uh, pretty far fetched, but you never know. I mean, they did it. So I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying, like they did it. 
So it's totally possible. Man, I cannot think of a single soccer player. Nope, you sure can't. <laughs> I, knew, I mean, so I already knew, I knew the answer before y'all went into that. So uh, you know what time it is. Everyone's favorite game pick one. Put the fellas in two tough situations that they got to endure. And uh, we make them choose which one is less terrible than the other. And they're never fun. So um, this one's not so bad. But um, before we get started, heroes, for me real quick, could you name your favorite quarantine snack so far? Mine's sweet potatoes. What? I've been up in my game on sweet potatoes. But I guess that's not really. I guess that's not really a snack, though. Sure, it is. If you're an Instagram fit bitch, <laughs> I man, I do love some sweet potatoes. Um, super healthy. I, like, super healthy. Listen, sweet potato is fine. That's a good answer, Burns. What about you? I'm gonna go with uh, chili cheese Fritos. Oh my god. Okay. All right. So hold that thought. Okay. So. Uh, Heroes, <laughs> so uh, would you rather for 10 straight months be quarantined completely by yourself with either sweet potatoes or a hot chili cheese Fritos, right? Sounds delicious. <laughs> As your only food option. I mean, we okay. would die. All right, 10, 10 months. Only sweet potatoes, and you're completely by yourself, or or chili cheese Fritos, whatever. Uh, Ten months, all right. Uh, that is, if you eat it three times a day, that's 540 times. By the way, that you'll be eating that meal. Just if you needed the quick math on that, okay. Or watch your beloved Carolina Panthers finish 0 in 16 for the next three seasons. Now. On. By your predictions, by your predictions, uh, rude. Pira said two years. Burns said three years. So you don't expect him to necessarily make the playoffs in that time period all the way, but uh, you definitely don't want to see him go zero and sixteen, right? So zero uh, and sixteen next three seasons, the losiest of all losers in the history of losers. <laughs> okay, but wait, that's not all. Over that same three-year span in which your hometown team sets Guinness World Records for on-field ugliness, mm. <laughs> okay, your favorite former quarterback, Cam Newton, goes oh, out gosh. and wins three straight Super Bowls. Oh, no, it's not over yet. Wait for it. With the Patriots. <laughs> okay. Pick one. So, uh, let me let me let me get this straight. The 0 and 16 was added onto with Cam Newton winning three straight Super Bowls. Correct. All right, give me the Fritos. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I couldn't do it, man. I I would have to. I'll die. Of, I'll die of sodium overdose before I I see that happen. 0 and thank 16. God, thank God I picked something nutritious, dude. And I, I, you know, there's a lot of good nutrients in sweet potatoes. Yeah, the difference of what the two of you are going to look like after 10 months of <laughs> uh, sweet potatoes, very healthy, very didn't healthy Matt, for you. Very good for you. Matt, I said Matt Damon survived on Mars for two years or something in the movie just off regular potatoes. Well, and sweet potatoes way better than that. So you're in good That's shape here. I think I'm all right. The, yeah, all right, the yeah. chili cheese Fritos, however, Burns could have like a completely different like look I about him. Alive. 
I yeah, I think like I'm not runner. even saying. Listen, I'm not even saying like he would be like a heavy slob, but like I have First a feeling all, his skin would look a different color and his eyes would kind of be like droopy and falling out of his face a little bit and like little little messy looking. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd have that fat suit on, like you know, with the oh, extra man. the triple chin. You know, right? Yeah, um, I don't Let's know. Let's be honest here. I, I don't want to see Cam win a Super Bowl at all. See, you know what? That just goes hey, to that. To all that does, that. Perez, you don't have is to worry about that. All that does is prove the point that I was making earlier. You just gave Kemba Walker all this praise for being a good, like Cam Newton was a good dude for Charlotte. He's probably done the most as an athlete that any athlete has ever done for that community. Keyword on top blood. of that, on top of that, you you criticize him for strippers. What you don't like strippers? <laughs> okay. First, secondly, um, All right, you got me if, there. if that was your lowest blow, Cam Newton has been a model citizen off the field. So I don't like. I don't know what you're alluding to that you have this like disdain for cam at this point like that you wouldn't want to say but but you would be happy to see kemba walker win an nba championship but not cam i never Newton. said that i never said that oh okay <laughs> okay I, I didn't say all that okay I ain't words in my mouth. you don't want to see all these stars that we let go succeed really when it comes down to it 100 percent, you are correct in yep, that because you're that about the shield not, that would mean my team Succeeding. Yeah, well, you're not on my team anymore. I'm just saying, Sorry. if you were a good guy, Perez, this good guy that you're claiming so to be over me, here. Let me ask you this: Now that Cam Newton is not on the Panthers, you want to see him win a Super Bowl? I would love to is see that, Cam Newton win me? a Super Bowl. I would love oh to because God. I Cam Newton is the best quarterback we ever had, and he brought us to a place that all that brought all of us joy. I'm not happy with the result of how this went down. I get that we had to move on. It's a totally different regime. Fine. But I don't like the way it went down, and I don't have any disrespect for Cam Newton because he's not a Panther. Cam Newton is the he best didn't quarterback that. we've ever had because we're a young team still, and he's going up against guys like Jimmy Clausen and Matt Moore. Okay, Jake DeLome <laughs> took us to a Super Bowl too, man. Yeah, so. and I was never on Jake's bandwagon either. Okay, we're getting way off track here. So, um, so what you, so ultimately, sweet potatoes and chili cheese Fritos. 10 months straight and you guys uh <laughs> you better make good friends with those foods because uh that's all you got gentlemen everyone's favorite game pick one so that putrid funky smell that you're smelling right now it's not coming from your neighbor's kitchen window y'all what you're smelling is the uh big old dumpster fire in the queen city called sports <laughs> okay yeah obviously we're quarantined we're a little cranky and frankly just real sad about the state of sports in our hometown of Charlotte, North Carolina. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like we're going to have something to cheer for for quite a while. So, um, yay. <laughs> Thanks for riding shotgun with us on this misery train today <laughs> because uh, it's tough, man. It's a tough sports world for <laughs> Charlotte, North Carolina fans. Uh, you can catch up on all our episodes at Gym Class Hero Podcast on all podcast platforms. Perez, you know, listen, I know you're about the shield and you're about, uh, you know, being a good guy. But again, I need you to quit trying to out positive me over here. You know, no, no power <laughs> of the positive. I'm tired of that. <laughs> 
Hey, you know what? It's all positivity in my book, brother. Okay. Let's just keep it going. Unless you're a superstar that left Charlotte. Um, Burns, just remember what I told you the other day. You're supposed to reward your hard work with cake. You're not supposed to reward your cake with cake. Okay? Just remember that. Yeah. Thank you, Dad. <laughs> like an asshole. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, man. going to go drink a Coca-Cola and smash a bag of Fritos, chili cheese Fritos. going to be great. I heard if you earn certain rectally, it's less calories. Oh, geez. <laughs> I ain't boofing Fritos. <laughs> I can't believe there's even a name for it. <laughs> oh, there is. That's impressive. Boofing. And he knew it just like that. Like, oh, of course he did. <laughs> Bird's already been boofing chili cheese Fritos. <laughs> All right, y'all. Man. I'm in Chile. Never mind. We're going straight. Yes, just stop. <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> we've we've clearly gone over the edge here again. I am your host, uh, Thomas Michael. Listen, strange times, y'all. Strange times indeed. Uh, might be time to, you know, take a little inventory of the kindness y'all are putting out into the world right now. Please be nice to each other. Damn it. Be nice to each other. Uh, because we're all going through some ish right now. And some worse than others, like a lot worse. Keep that in mind please. Y'all stay healthy and we'll see y'all for episode 10 of the Gym Class Hero Podcast.